0: So you're thinking about listing your home. Maybe you're thinking about listing when the spring selling season comes up. We have the best of the best, the top 1% agent to give you a list of five things that you should do before you list your home. Beth, how you doing?
1: I am doing great, Michael. Thank you so much for having me back here today.
0: Absolutely. I look forward to this. So what are some things that somebody should do when they lit, before they list their home?
1: Yes. And so one thing I want to say is I do work more with sellers than buyers. And so I, I do this every day. So... And here are some of the things that I've learned. And we are, you know, as the time we're recording this, it's the beginning of January. Right now, post-holidays is a time when sellers are preparing their home for market because they got through, they were waiting, all people that were waiting until after the holidays are now working now on getting their house ready to list. So um, one of the things I would say, if someone out there watching is a seller preparing their home to list, one of the first things I would say is to find a great agent, real estate agent, um, and somebody who do your do your homework I don't think it's a lot of people just go with my sister's friend is an agent and she seems nice, you know, I don't think that that's a reason to hire someone as a listing agent, mm-hmm. you need to get somebody who really knows their craft. Somebody who's really, really good at what they do. Somebody's going to tell it like it is rather than just what you want to hear. You need somebody who's going to be your trusted advisor through this. Because this is, for most people, their largest asset that they have. And you'd want to make sure that it's in the hands of a capable professional. So do your research. Mm -hmm. There's a few ways you can do that. Um, One way is to do, I think people should always read reviews. You can get recommendations from friends and family and referrals are good. But vet them. Google them. See what comes up. Read their reviews on Google on zillow look at their listing track record you can see how much they you know what what it was listed for what it sold take a look at those listings how would you if you looked at that listing as a buyer would you be compelled to look at that or not and it's important also i think to find an agent who maybe is a little more seasoned right now too because the market is not what it was this time last year Mm -hmm. So you need an agent that knows how to pivot to different types of market conditions. So if if you're in a market where bidding wars are the norm, I had a whole different set of strategies to maximize that. And now where we're in a market where you can do all these things on my list here and things may take a little longer to sell, you need to have a different playbook for that. So I would say finding an agent that was in business a few years back, at least, I would say minimum five, 10 years, you know, to um, really know how to make these pivots and and adjustments for the market right now. And also somebody who's active enough that they understand, because I'm not doing things the same now as I was even six weeks ago. So mm. you need to be in it every day. So there's a lot of dabblers out there in real estate, people that list maybe two how two, you know, just a random house here or there, you want somebody who this is what they do. And this is their craft. They've got a team of support. You know, it doesn't have to be that they're a team leader, but somebody who's got a team of like, you know, here's our landscaper, cleaner, appraiser, tile and escrow, you know, not appraiser, but, um, yep. you know, all inspectors and all these things, you know, a like team it. of people that can come in and help you prepare your house and make sure that the marketing's on point and all those other things. So you need, you need that advisor, somebody who's yeah. in it.
0: Yeah. I, I would, I would second that. Yeah. The first thing you got to find is you have to find an agent that's going to tell you the hard truth. Uh, I think there's a lot of yes, men and women in real estate. They're just going to take what the seller takes. And that's not what you need today. You yeah. need somebody that's going to, it's going to tell you how it is. And maybe it's uncomfortable. Maybe it's not what you want to hear, but that's a test of a, a true professional, somebody who invests in their craft. So very yeah, cool. What's thankfully
1: next? I'm fortunate enough that people come to me and they ask for my guidance and they want it, you know, and I kind of like, that's yeah. the kind of that's the best kind of relationship you're going to have is like when everyone's working together for the common goal and everyone, you know, you you have to, you have to trust your agent. If you don't like trust and respect your agent, it's not going to work. You know, those components have to be there. So it's best to, I think it's best to interview several too, to make sure, you know, you've got the right fit because there's going to be a lot, there's a lot of different ways to do this and check out all the different options and see what's going to be the best fit for you. So that'd be number one. Okay. Um, and then number two, so when when I meet a seller, one of the top two questions I get is what do I need to do to prepare my house for sale? They're getting their house ready. They have no idea what to do. Mm-hmm. And so it is one thing I'm going to say is it is important. And I was saying this even in the height of the frenzy last year and the year before that you need to take the time to prep your house right for sale. Even when we're getting 10, 20 offers per house, the ones that were getting the higher premiums were the ones that were prepped right. And what I advise people is you want to make sure that you're doing the things that you should do. And you also need to know what not to do. So here's the things you should do. Here's the things you should not do. And what I'm looking for are things that are going to give the highest return on investment. And so that does not mean gutting your master bath and redoing it. No, It doesn't mean gutting your kitchen. But what I have found is that it, what it does mean is people want to find people, the sweet spot for buyers, you got to think like a buyer. And The sweet spot for, for buyers is they want to be able to move right in and live there. They need a baseline where they can move in right now. Mm. And if they want to take it next level, they can. So, and I've had a lot of sellers say to me like, well, can't I, my carpets are, are bad or the floors are all messed up or whatever ugly thing, you know? Um, paints, you know, needs to be done. How about we just give a credit to the buyer because they're going to want to pick their own stuff anyway. I hear that a lot. However, when you're with a buyer and you hear them talking, they want to be able to move right in. They don't want to have to find temporary housing for their family and then try to source a contractor and all the supplies. You know what a nightmare that is right now. People don't want to do that. It's not worth it. It's not just the cost of the carpet. It's all these other things, you know, and carpet Mm -hmm. is easy I have a great carpet provider and I'm sure every agent out there does it, you know, that does listings, you know, that can go in there and knows this is the right, you know, this is the right quality of carpet and the right installer that can do this quickly. And you will get a, a, ret- a high return on investment on that. And painting as well. Sometimes we'll do things like replace countertops and hardware in a kitchen and light fixtures. You can find, I have a designer that I work with that does staging and designing and, we can you know, pick out a light fixture and a mirror for the bathroom, for example, that just gives it that dressed up feeling for minimal dollars. Those are the kind of things that are going to get you a huge return. Landscaping is another thing you want to make sure it's dressed up. People are looking online before they ever come to the house and they won't even come there if it looks like a mess. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, take your time to just get it buttoned up. So I was working with a buyer once that gave me, um, a really good, uh, uh, something that I really, it really stuck with me that he said, he said, looking at a dirty, cause we're looking at a house that was kind of like a little rough around the edges and had a little too much of the other person's like stuff there. And it kind of didn't feel like it was very clean. And mm-hmm. he said, you know, looking at a dirty house is kind of like wearing somebody else's dirty clothes. Mm. <laughs> like, wow, That's- nobody Ooh. wants to wear somebody yeah. else's dirty clothes. <laughs>
0: That's a good clean image yeah. stuff
1: up. So, and you got to yeah. clean, clean, clean more than you ever did. And just know a- none of this is ever anything personal about anyone's personal style. You know, when I was preparing my own house for sale, I had to take my own self out of it. Yeah. I trusted my stager and designer. Like I can't advise other people if I don't take my own advice. We did it all up to, to target our, in that case, millennial techie buyer in that area. And it worked. We got the bidding war. We got the great price. We, you know, did just enough and it was successful. Yeah. But I say like, take the time to do those prep things. And if Um, I know that answer was a little bit long but that's a really important one too like doing those kind of baseline things where people feel like it's updated and remodeled people will think it's a remodeled house if you just do those basic things I like it they can come in and go from there and so but make sure your things you're picking have to be neutral and maximized for resale stylish it doesn't mean no style but like if you have a stager that's going to advise you you know or a designer um, it's going to make a big difference it's going to photograph better it's going to look better like
0: than marketing it. Yeah. So. Awesome. All right. Yeah. What do you got next?
1: Uh professional photos. Get professional Ooh. photos, please. I know our phone cameras are Ugh. pretty good these days, but do not ever 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 do phone <laughs> let, or let your agent take pictures with their phone and put them up there. I see things, you know, I have a policy that I don't submit things to these sites or whatever, but I like see things and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is or I post it in a Facebook group. I see stuff it's like so terrible like Make the bed, you know,
0: clean yeah. up the
1: stuff, clear <laughs> yeah, the take toothpaste
0: the towels off the ground. Off the,
1: the you know, it's, it's kind of like the dirty clothes thing. Like, just you gotta clean it Come up. On. Get professional yeah. photos too. Like, there's there a professional photographer is gonna do so much for how you're the perceived value when people are scrolling. Everybody's scrolling online, whether it's Redfin, Zillow, but fill in the blank site. They're looking online and they're looking these photos are the first thing they see, and you want to make sure that it's gonna impress them enough to compel them to want to come see it in person and you got to think about if something looks blurry dark sad it reminds me of back in the days when we had all these bank-owned homes I thought oh there's something wrong with that house and yeah I exactly think, what's wrong with that as the investor in me likes it because I'm like oh maybe that I can get a better price on that one the perceived value drops with poor photography and when something is prepped right like I said staged and um and photographed really well, then the perceived value is higher. So you wanna make sure that you're on the on the the right side of that. And one more point I'm gonna make, I'm seeing a, a mistake right now where people are over touching. And I think every once in a while, Photoshop comes out with some new filters and stuff. Yeah. And I've been seeing a whole lot of purple skies and glowing windows. <laughs> and i think that it, there is such a thing as doing do I mean, you know what i'm talking about I've i do i see, i know it, exactly and no, i, I laugh about. i laugh about it with my team member that sits right next to me every time like oh here's another one with the glowing windows it looks kind of like haunted or something yeah what
0: but... are you doing
1: yeah <laughs> so you want it to also be an accurate representation of what it is and people are get there get there and look at it in person because we want, want people to look at it in person when they walk through the front door you also don't want to be like oh, this is way smaller than I thought because somebody used some distorted lens, yeah. you know, that made it look wide, you know, wider angle than it really is mm-hmm. um, because that's a letdown. You don't want people to be let down when they come to the house because everything was so tweaked and photoshopped. Yeah. The only thing I, I do agree. is um, I will say, like, because we're in the Northwest, if it's a gray rainy day and you want to turn it to a blue sky, like, all right, that's acceptable, I think, you know, because <laughs> we the sun does come out. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say you do have blue skies. skies Hey, but you know, (laughs) so yeah, professional photos do not skimp on that. It doesn't even cost that much these days. Like You got to do it. So, okay. The next one is super critical price, the house, right? Price Mm. it right. Listen to your agent, get a trusted agent that, you know, is going to tell it like it is. So here's the thing too, you know, with your house, with my house, I've re- raised my kids here. I have special memories here. To me, it's there's things that are priceless about my home mm-hmm. that make me feel it's worth, you know, Next. that is priceless. And right. however, to a buyer that's looking at it, it's really just a commodity like anything else. It's like a car, it's like gold, it's like stocks. It's just, it's yeah. a thing. It's a commodity it's a thing, yeah. that is for sale. And it's a detachment that people have to make, you know, between that personal connection where the value is higher and like what a buyer is going to value it at. So, and you also have to get somebody work with your agent who understands pricing strategies in the area. If you're in a market where people tend to price it, things a certain way, you know, maybe, you know, just keep, keep that in mind, you know um, you know, and yeah, so I don't believe in a pricing too low or too high. Like you got to make sure for me that it's like, I work really hard at making sure we're pricing right at where, uh, realistic price that doesn't overshoot it or undercut it because everybody wants to get the maximum out of their house. But these days, you know, that wish pricing that you talk about all the time, you know, it's like, it's not a time for that. You've got to be very strategic about it. Um, yeah. The first few days are the most um, active on the market. And if you lose that because you're overpriced, like, you can never recoup that.
0: Yeah. Very cool. What's the fifth and final one?
1: Okay. So listen to what the market is telling you and adjust as needed. So what I'm seeing right now is that we're in an interesting time where things are have been shifting around a lot. There's been a lot of change in a short period of time in the real estate market. I don't think I've ever seen so much change so quickly. So it's important when things are shifting and in a state of flux. And like right now, we're in a spot where everything has been almost stopped because of the holidays. And now in my market in the greater Seattle area, January is where things start to start. If something's gonna start rocking and rolling now is when it's gonna be in the next three or four weeks. And but right now we don't know. So I have sellers right. that we're working on preparing things for sale today, and we're working on we're having conversations with them about how we're gonna to have to see how the buyers and the market respond. Right now I'm seeing more showings, you know, but I'm still seeing reluctance to make offers. Things are taking a little getting a little more days on market. We need to be ready for that. And we also need to have a plan to adjust and communicate about that. Because if things are changing one way or the other, we need to stay ahead of that. So just be ready to pivot, be ready to adjust. Flexibility is going to be your friend in this market going forward in 2023.
0: Yeah, I love it. Again, these are things you should do if you are looking to your list of your home. Beth, if somebody's looking in King County or in Seattle and they want to get your services, how would they reach out?
1: Yeah. So my website is probably the best way BethTraversogroup.com. Awesome.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Thank you.